Hello. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good, good evening, evening. <laughs> <laughs> to everybody listening. This is it. This is the first episode of okay. But we're feeling some major deja vu realness Major right deja now. vu. Um, Do you want to explain, Ollie? So some of you might be aware, but um, Katie and I did actually record a first episode. This is not... This is all a simulation. It's not the real first it's episode. It's not the real first episode. Um, we did it before Christmas. We sat down. We got going. We got things happening. And then um, for various reasons, that first episode was not not up for appropriate use. It was not up for appropriate It's nothing about what we said. No. Um, but we are new at this. <laughs> we are new at this, yes. We... We thought it went really well. I know. It was, it was a great episode. A shame. Yeah. I know. Maybe one day when we're really successful and famous, we'll like let it out there and people will love it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, we listened to it back after we recorded it and realised that there was a buzzing and just various technical noises mm. that were just unwelcome but mm. were present and there was no way of getting rid of them because it was pretty much in half of the half of the podcast basically crossing everything that that doesn't happen so here we are about a month later <laughs> but should we introduce ourselves yes to I people who don't know who idea. we are go on then go on so i am katie i am 20 years old and ollie and i are both in our second year at the royal birmingham conservatoire and we both do singing vocal on the operatic course to be Mm. very specific my pronouns are she they and yeah we just sort of wanted to start this podcast but we live in a house together we do should we set the scene ollie that is that is the relationship yeah the scene well if you don't see it on the instagram go go hit up the instagram (laughs) right now because you will find some hearty photos on there but the scene yeah we're currently (laughs) lying down under katie's desk literally on our backs on pillows with the laptop propped up we've got a duvet over the desk we've made a den it actually really is giving me child vibes I'm, I'm wearing a poncho i was wearing crocs just now yeah it's very much giving yeah. me lost boys vibes um <laughs> yes, but we this is the lessons that we've learned see now it's a better improved 2.0 yeah. first episode because we've learned from our mistakes and there's oh, no really? washing machine in the background yeah oh yeah that we've got headphones in so we can listen to what we're saying yes. so we can make sure there's no beeping so actually you're in for a you're in for a treat I know. if you're using a studio instead of a desk well i don't know what I don't you're know doing, what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. but back to the point that is me Sorry, um yes. i am half south korean and i was born in south korea and that is me that is pretty much me i don't know what else to say i can't think of anything else interesting we'll probably get into the thrust of it we'll get we? into the, the, the thrust of it um but ollie you go darling i'm ollie i'm no. I, ollie uh, i'm 19 i am a redhead through and through <laughs> to give you a nice mental image um uh my i'm a raging homosexual um my pronouns are he they whatever you want really i'm not opposed to anything as of yet um i go yeah as katie said student royal burning conservatoire i'm a baritone bass although feeling more like a bass today voice is very tired the old vocal cords haven't had a haven't had a lemon and ginger tea that's why last time we filmed this i had a lemon and ginger tea and the tone the tones were dulcet but alas (laughs) we will we'll make it work today Uh, is that the right word I don't know, but it was funny. <laughs> but yeah, 
I think that's kind of the gist of it. Let's yeah. shall we move on to why we're doing this? Yeah. Why are we doing this podcast, Oliver? This reminds me of the of the teaser we gave. Of the teaser. Oh yeah. Because that is literally how, how I started begins. it. So why are we starting this podcast, so Oliver? Well, <laughs> let's so, just paraphrase. I don't remember what we said, but let's no, I don't go on you So if it's the same as the teaser, well, I'm afraid you're Lucky getting it again. You. If it's nice, do it twice. <laughs> the essentially the reason we're doing this is we were sat up late one night talking having a natter on the sofa in our living room and we really just went for it didn't we we were talking about all sorts about things like race gender sexuality classical music as a whole um and really just i don't know we felt like we were throwing out some some deep stuff that we wanted to share and especially being at a, the conservatoire we've kind of come across the the idea that people have lots of things to say about similar subjects and want to hear things about it as well. Yeah. And we as students have never really heard anybody else, you know, broadcasting these ideas and discussing these things and trying to make changes in the classical world, whatever they may be. Mm. Um, so we just kind of thought, it kind of started off as a joke really, didn't it? Mm. How funny if we did a podcast and then suddenly we kind of aired the idea to people and um it was met with love yeah yeah exactly and i think also we haven't heard these things but also we definitely haven't heard these things from our generation but also the generation above um because i just feel like these are the people who are going to really make changes i mean i don't think we're going to make a huge change <laughs> i don't think we're going to you know knock the classical world socks <laughs> off but i think even just having a conversation between ourselves regardless of zero people listen to this I think it's making a change because we're opening our own eyes and exchanging sure. ideas and sure. we're going to be speaking to loads of people in coming episodes and just learning a lot. And I think actually there's just so much to be learned about our industry and mm. industries surrounding it and just so many unanswered questions for people who are our age and who are living in a society that's ever changing and a society that has been ever changing rapidly mm. for, you know, I think it's been the most rapid ever. Mm. And so coming into an industry that um, has had a less rapid mm. um, change uh, is interesting. And I think for us especially, it's a conversation we want to be having because we want to know what kind of industry we're going to go into. Mm. And we're not saying for a second that we think that we are all knowing and that um, absolutely, and not. that we have things that people need to listen to and agree with or, or whatever. Like if people disagree, interesting, let's talk about it. Mm. But um, I think it's more just that in this industry especially there seems to be a lack of even talking about it like with other with other jobs whatever whatever you want to say at least conversations might be happening and then change is happening whereas we suddenly became aware that like we just hadn't really had these conversations about how how things can be moving forward into a modern age when when so much of what we do was created in the in the past yeah so I guess for us, as Katie says, it's a, it's a learning curve for us and just a conversation. And if people listen and come away with something, then amazing. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, but also if they hear something and it sparks their own conversation. I mean, thinking about, you know, as we said earlier, we've been airing this idea with friends in the conservatoire for a couple months now, I guess. And actually, you know, people had so, so many interesting things to say and from you know from one conversation that i had for example i learned heaps and actually mm, mm. it just sort of shows that people have so many good ideas so many thoughts so many perspectives that aren't shared totally 
and actually it made me feel so much more comfortable made me feel so much more um heard heard mm. that people felt the exact same way but for some reason don't talk about it but not mm. at their own fault i don't mm. know what it is so maybe if, if there's anything that we can do it's make people feel comfortable to talk about it mm. for sure and and like no one person's experience is the same like no. everybody is completely different they have their own set of problems pros cons whatever and that's kind of why it's so amazing to just hit like even we having these conversations have learned so much about each other yeah and that's why we intend to cheeky teaser for the future but get loads of different people in to talk to us not sure how we're going to fit everyone under your desk katie but we'll make it work <laughs> um but um to try and yeah just hear people's experiences hear people's standpoints and learn yeah learn and if we come to a conclusion amazing if we don't that's a that's something to figure out later then but yeah, it's still most a journey. probably not that's the whole point isn't it it's yeah. a journey yeah exactly we are two very specific people but we can listen and learn from each other and others as well exactly. but i guess that's the goal i mean we've been we've been chatting we've got a rough plan of what the next about 10 episodes are going to be yeah, because yeah. we in that initial conversation we had on the sofa a couple months ago we sort of bullet pointed topics that we wanted to focus on yeah and hopefully and, topics that people will enjoy yeah and i think find interesting and they are all going to be to do with the opera world slash the classical world but actually you know if you're not into the opera classical world mm. and this is someone who i don't know studies business <laughs> don't know what you're doing here but hello um <laughs> i think i'll be interesting either way because i think any any perspective on these sorts of things are interesting and relevant but that's the sort of plan i think we are wanting to get loads of guests Definitely. because I'm guessing people are going to get bored after this first episode of us. Oh no! Well, I guess we're we're trying we're being careful not to give too much away, aren't we? Because yeah. we want we want to save things to say later. We have so much to say. Mm. I promise you, we just don't want to give it away at once. <laughs> <laughs> we get carried away, don't we? We really do, and then it won't. It'll be a very long It'd be episode. One, it would be one podcast. I know. Podcast. Just, just the one. Break it up. Yeah. Listen to it on different days. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But that that is the general scheme. That's the plan. I think you're gonna like it. It's gonna mm. be really, really fun. Mm. Definitely. But um, going going back, shall we describe the reason as well that it's taken us so long to to re-record this first episode? What is the reason, Ollie? The re- <laughs> I see. I see the way Katie's direct deflecting <laughs> that question to me. Okay, so to set the scene, we we did the first episode. Um. Our two, all of our housemates were gone. We're in a house of five. We're all conservatoire students. We're all musicians. And um, essentially, two of our housemates had caught COVID and had dispersed and fled home. Mm, this um, was on the 16th of December, I believe. Oh, well done. And then the other one had also disappeared. The she, other one. Sorry, the other one. <laughs> whom we loved dearly. Whom we loved dearly. Had also disappeared because um, she had a holiday that she wanted to stay negativos for. So it was just Katie and I, and we kind of, we had been really careful, hadn't we? Yeah. We'd really, really been careful not to pass anything on, not to catch anything. And we kind of, it was, what, two days after they had gone, we kind of, we had a moment of feeling a bit safer, feeling a bit more comfortable. We'd been testing loads. We had both tested that morning, negative. So we sit across the sofa from each other, do this episode, <laughs> thinking, great, cool, bing, bang, bosh, done that, that's in the basket. And then um, I go upstairs. And about, immediately after. Um, immediately after. Uh, sorry, immediately after. And about an hour later... Um, well, that was the last time Katie saw me because she got a text from me saying, oh my goodness, I am positive. 
So my heart dropped, Ollie. Yeah, yeah mine too. Honestly, I can't believe it. And we're still trying to rack our brains as to where and what the hell. And um, yeah. obviously, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then I rushed home the next morning. Um, didn't even say bye to you. No. <laughs> I left early in the morning. Yeah. And I surprisingly was negative. It's a, honestly, it's a miracle. I am a miracle. You are. I am a miracle. <laughs> but no, I didn't catch it and neither did our other housemate. No. But you three did, which was did. a shame. But it was a shame. But then, so of course, the first recording was crackly. And then we headed home for Christmas. I was isolating, of course. And then Christmas happened, New Year's, and then we came back. And I don't know, we probably. Here been... we are. Then now, here we are. And yeah. we're very sorry to everybody that's been waiting. We know you've been, We, you know you were unable to enjoy your Christmas and New Year's because you were waiting. <laughs> <laughs> On New Year's, what were they doing? <laughs> Just the sitting by their things. laptops waiting. And the funny thing was, is that because we'd ended the podcast saying, well, thank God we're negative. Yeah. Thank goodness me. Yeah. Have a lovely Christmas, everyone. Have a lovely Christmas, stay safe. <laughs> and then I did insert, which I will put after this clip, I did insert a little clip of myself in bed when I was editing the podcast saying, just so everyone's aware. Yeah. Five minutes after Ollie went upstairs and tested positive. So here we are. That's I the position know. we're in. I'll put that clip in now. Let's hope it's not jinxing it. It doesn't happen again. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the clip. Hello, Katie here. Just before we finish, I just wanted to make note that approximately five minutes after we filmed this, Ollie went upstairs to take an LFT before his rehearsal. And lo and behold, it was positive. So please keep us in your thoughts and we'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah, so there it is. That there is it's how the first the episode ended. Clip. The it's famous a little clip. Memory. We thought we had to put that in just to um, prove that we yeah. had recorded an episode. We a promise. Memory of the past. Yeah, exactly. but Ollie, how did you get to conservatoire? So I came straight to the conservatoire from secondary school. Yeah. I I felt like um a little bit a little bad really um because year thirteen was a weird one it was the kind of the when the first lockdown hit really when yeah. it all when it all happened so I essentially went straight from mid mid A levels to to uni after a mm. really really long summer so I still think I had a lot to learn even though of course at that age you know sit form I thought I knew myself completely yeah wrong <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> be more wrong so then I hit first year I and honestly my background was not I didn't grow up thinking I'm gonna be a classical singer I'm gonna be an opera singer that's not at all how I grew up I thought I was gonna go into musical theatre actually and um, so for anybody listening thinking that if they haven't been doing classical singing for their whole life it's not gonna work for them honestly it's not true at all all they are looking for is potential something to work with and then that's all they need, mm. really. So that was my, that was what I came came in with. And then, first year hits. I went into a, I went into a flat of all boys, which wasn't your choice. Not what I expected. We did have a choice. Not what I chose for myself. No, I chose mix, and that is not because I, I don't enjoy living with boys. In fact, I really grew to love these boys. Um, mm. it was a nice little unconventional family that we had but um it's just I had totally grown up always being friends with girls so it was a real life changer for mm. me but actually I learned a lot about how the other half lives so <laughs> so it was really interesting and a real I, I grew up a lot 
I came in after a long, my first long-term relationship, yeah. which, especially as a like a little baby gay, was real a real big deal for me. I had my big, my first big relationship, first big breakup, which Katie helps to just carry me through. <laughs> <laughs> going into her, going to her door at six in the morning, puffy, puffy, cheek. puffy eyes. Yeah. I'll never forget it. So many things happened, and then many lockdowns ensued. But we, I, I feel like I did the best I could really to have the best experiences, learn as much as I could. And in fact, in the time where most uni students weren't allowed into uni at all, we were going in, I don't know, at least once a week. At so least. At that least. was something. That was something. And even though the conservatoire feels like a massively different place now, at the time, we kind of just dealt with it and got on with it really, mm, didn't we? Mm. I think that's kind of sums it up. That uh, does sum it up. That's a roundup of last year and last year the journey to here to now to now to yes. right right now yes i took a gap year unlike ollie i graduated in 2019 so actually before covid had hit which was ideal and i went to london and i did a teaching assistant job uh, at a london primary school and it was you know one of, if not the best experience, apart from the one I'm having currently, <laughs> that I have ever had. I think it was just amazing. And I've always loved children and I've always loved teaching. And... Love to put it lightly. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, adore children. I adore teaching. Um, and I just you well, knew, Yeah, and I just, I knew that I wanted to do something about that in my gap year. And that was the sort of deal because I auditioned for conservatoire in 2019 and I got a place for 2019. Mm. Um, but I said, I'm really sorry, I'm not ready. I had things going on. So I said, please, can I defer after I had my place? And they actually said, yes, I was really lucky. So I didn't have to audition again. So I knew that was coming for me. So I could really sort of pay attention to my year out and work as hard as I could, made mm. amazing friends, met the absolutely most amazing people and met amazing kids as well and families um, and just got experience for living independently. I, you know, paid rent. I had to fend for myself. Mm. Um, even though I knew London as a city, it was very different because I was alone. And yeah, that was a really amazing experience. And then obviously lockdown hit. So in March 2020, I was working at the school and I left thinking that was going to be only you two weeks. You were in weeks. the middle of it. You yeah. Were bang slap in the middle of bang London. Bang slap. And... We, I went home with a backpack, didn't take any of my other things, went back to my parents' house in Suffolk. And I thought, this is it, two weeks. I'll be back in London in two weeks. I remember mm. saying to my other staff, my friends who were teachers, oh, I'll see you guys in the summertime. Yeah. Um, well, we thought it was just going to be extended Easter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But God, was we wrong. So, yeah, and then I went back to London in June 2020 when reception year one and two got to t uh, go back, which was really, really lucky. I was so happy about that. And then, yeah, just spent a summer just chilling. I can't remember what I did that summer at all, actually. I really just sort of did nothing in England, which was really nice. And then I came here and I was in a flat about how many floors below from you? About 10 well, floors. Well, yeah, I was 16 and you were floor, so, uh, four. Yeah, so 12 floors below Ollie um, in a lovely flat. I was so lucky and I was with... Well, you, you slightly adopted me, didn't you, really? We did adopt you, <laughs> yeah, even though it wasn't allowed. Every flat does it, I feel. They yeah. have to adopt and I was the, cho the, luck the chosen one. The chosen one, the yeah. absolute chosen one. Yeah, I was really lucky and then, yeah, we just, we had a blast in first year. We made it what we could, you mm. know, clubs weren't open, mm. social life wasn't amazing, but actually mm. it was all we knew. There was a really cool pub um, 
literally about a two minute walk from mm. our from our halls and we made great friends i think that's the other thing that was what happened with us is that because we weren't able to socialize fully we actually made really solid friendships at the beginning and stood stuck with those mm, that's um true. and because they were the only really people that we could hang out with so you know mm. ollie and i and then another boy in our course frankie um, and he lived with two other girls, and that's our current house. That's our current and house. that's who we hung out with. The daisies. The daisies. <laughs> they are they are the only people we hung out with, really, yeah. apart from, you know... We made very strong bonds. We made them. very strong yeah. bonds. And, um, you know, we're living with them now, we're living with them next year, so we're really lucky. Yes. But that is basically first year. I mean, it's been... It's been a lot of fun. And then, I don't know, what is it what you expected? It was... I don't know what I expected. And that, to be honest, full circle moment, that is why we're doing this. That's another reason we're doing this, yeah. is that I think we both agree that before coming to Conservatoire, it was a huge mystery to me. Yeah. I really didn't know what lifestyle was going to be like. Uh, all I knew was that it wasn't going to be like a normal uni experience. And I didn't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, and how far from removed from it. Yeah. Exactly. What are the similarities? What are the differences? Yeah. I just, idea? it was a complete, it's not really advertised. And to be fair, a lot of people don't even know that it's an avenue they can take. No. I I've th- I really remember once telling my nana that I was going to a conservatoire and she said, I think she said something about uh, enjoying the lavatory. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, so to put it, to put it lightly, I think that's another reason we're doing this is to try and, you know, for people considering this career, they can hear what it's like to, it's to like. study here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that answers the question, I guess. I, I wasn't sure what I expected. Um, I was worried that it wouldn't be sociable. I was worried that people would essentially practice all day and that would be it. Yeah. Um, I was worried that there wouldn't be people like me because I've always tried to, you know, have other interests outside of music and other Mm. hobbies. And I, obviously I love music with all my heart, but there's, there's more to me than that. And I think that's the same for you. Yeah. Um, so I was I was concerned that that wouldn't be the case for other people, but I couldn't have been more wrong, really. No. Um, it's a very sociable place. As much as, of course, people put their heads down and go, no, I, I can't go out today. I've got to do practice. I've got a concert tomorrow or whatever. Other than that, like, it is... I wouldn't say it's that detached from a normal uni, uni experience. No, and actually it's more intimate. Yes. Because it's... Yes. Uh, everyone knows everyone. Um, you see everyone <laughs> which is good and bad <laughs> it's good and bad but uh, yeah you see everyone around the conservatory it's not a massive building I mean it's a massive building but it's not it's not a massive building because that's where everyone is there's no other building yeah. you know what I mean yeah um, and that's a really 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 nice thing um, it's, a, it's a bit of a bubble and a family I don't know I don't know what I expected either though I am um, because actually because I did take a year out I and I was working, I wasn't working on my voice much at all. Mm. And I really was detached from classical music in that mm. year out, which had its absolute pros, and I'm thankful that I actually did. And obviously it had its cons, but I feel like I've made up for those now. And actually, it made me even more detached from what I was expecting, because actually I completely forgot what it was like to mm. study classical music, mm. um, because I'd just been surrounded by not studying. I mean for a year i mean it's it's a long period of time but also it sounds like a short period of time but in the grand scheme in the grand scheme of things yeah so i think i came into it completely vividly and i remember distinctly before our first song class which is a class where we have to stand up and perform in front of everyone it's like glee (laughs) it's like glee exactly um where we have to stand in front of our our head of department and the rest of our year and just perform a piece i remember 
our first ever song class. Oh, gosh. And I only had one piece of rep. I genuinely had nothing else to perform. Mm. And and I remember seeing people who had books and files of all these songs mm. and rep that they'd done for years. And, you know, similar to Ollie, you know, I had musical theatre training on top of my classical training, and that was my interest as well as classical music in school, along with other things, you know, along mm. with sport, along mm. with, you know, theatre and acting. Yes. It was it was very spread thin. And as Ollie said as well, I also was thinking of different avenues as well as conservatoire. It's never been my... The sole thing. Yeah, a ride or yeah. die option. Yeah. But I, you know, going back to the point, I remember feeling completely out of place and actually a huge sense of imposter syndrome mm. that, you know, I felt like my voice was so less developed and this, that and the other and I felt so nervous. But actually, looking back at it and having conversations with those same people now, you know, everyone was feeling the exact same. Well, exactly. Of course they were. I mean, now looking back, I'm like... You know, how, how silly of me know, to think otherwise. But And what's so interesting now is that it feels so bizarre to think that we weren't aware of that then. Because mm. now, because there's only 15 of us on our course, I feel like we know, you know, you, you can, we're all, we're all open books really with each other, aren't we? Like, yeah. there's no... You have to be. You, well, exactly. There's no imposter syndrome anymore. We're all completely just open with each other and I don't get nervous to sing in front of them anymore. But back then, oh my goodness, yeah. I, I just... Awful. I just completely felt like they had it all sorted. All yeah. sus. Did you? Yeah. I really did, yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because I remember hearing Ollie for the first time being like, oh my gosh, what is he doing at... No. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> no, I remember hearing you for the first time. I mean, Frankie as well. And just yeah. being like, oh my goodness yeah. me. Yeah. I might as well drop out now. But actually, I'm so thankful and so grateful of a mushy it sounds that I have Ollie and Frankie because actually the advice we give each other it's so genuine and so um we are very good at just being real with each other aren't we and saying how how performances went yeah 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 and and to be fair as much as I'm I'm the strongest advocator for don't just make friends within your course don't don't just make friends within your instrument Mm. I think it's super important to make friends in other areas as well because as well as we need variety but as you say totally if you can make some really strong bonds within your course like that's going to serve you so well yeah I think that's that's something that had that came about because of our lockdown year because mm. we were only because our bubble was mm. only our course yeah so you know, I don't think I would have been friends with you if that wasn't happening. <laughs> Who knows? The, Who alter- knows? the alternate universes are I, know, aren't I don't want to know. <laughs> but legally, we were only allowed to hang out yeah. with those people. Yeah, and our houses. And our houses. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why we, we created such a strong bond because, you know, luckily we got on and we found a connection, us three, yeah. um, I, in the course. But also, I mean, oh, it's. I think we've lucked out so well. Mm. We've got the biggest year group. Um, and such genuine people, yeah, all of them supportive, so yeah, supportive. such supportive year group. We've really lucked out, and actually, yeah. not just our year group, but the whole department is is yeah. just lovely. And yeah. I think actually can seem intimidating at first, especially as first year. So I remember feeling yeah. really intimidated. I think that's also because the bubble system we had in the first year, there was a first year bubble, so only our year group, and then the whole other bubble was the rest of the department. Mm. So it was basically us and the rest of the department. Mm. So actually, you know, 
of course we felt isolated we mm. felt so intimidated because mm. we didn't know them we, they yeah. were just sort of figures in our well, and everybody seems just so incredible yeah you know everybody seems so talented and you just think well i'm never gonna get there yeah. how how can i ever reach that that's so unattainable mm. and how can they possibly have anything they want to talk to me about you know yeah. me this little first year but i guess that leads i have a question well a point to make i guess it leads us quite easily onto if we had one piece of advice to give to somebody starting off our course, what would it be? <laughs> oh my I feel like you've kind of already made the main one. I think my my point would have been, it was something that was said to me in first year by my very good friend um, who was in the year above me, still is in the year above me. And um, she turned to me and said, I said, if you have one piece of advice for me, what do you have? And she said, just respect that people on your course are your mm. your course mates, but they're your friends and don't don't go outside of your lane, essentially. Put the blinders on, put whatever on and just focus. Blinkers. Focus. <laughs> you did that last time as well. Put the blinders on if you want to. <laughs> but essentially, follow your own path. It's your journey and nobody else is going to do it for you. You can have help and influences, but it's it's your degree, you know. Mm. You're, you're doing your own thing. You're all at the same level. Don't try and teach other people and don't let people try and think that they can teach you either. And just make friendships, you know. They're your colleagues, they're your friends. Don't make it personal. Yeah. Um, and as much as I think advice is welcome when it's wanted and when it's, you know, appreciated, but don't go out of your way to give it if if they don't need it. Yeah, it's good advice. It's good um, advice. It's similar to one that Paul, our head of department, said, I remember in our sort of induction speech that he did, he said a similar thing that, you know, everyone's starting point is different and whatever their journey, we'll all get to the same point. Exactly. And that point will be different for all of us. You know, not all of us are going to be opera singers on the stage no. because that's not no. all of our goals. We're still figuring those out. Yeah, we're still figuring those out. Exactly. So whatever our end goal is, is unknown, first of all, mm. but also a different. Different. So concentrating on yourself, which is so difficult sometimes because yes. you you can't help but compare yourself no yeah exactly but it is important to remember it's good advice i don't know what i, I would say really apart from that i think believe in yourself and actually yeah. don't be afraid to have interests outside of singing i think that's so mm. important i think that's very desirable learned. as well yeah i think so i mean i'm not to brag or anything <laughs> but brag but tomorrow <laughs> i'm going to adult gymnastics <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Simone Biles, quake. <laughs> quake at the thought. Oh, gosh. No, but exactly. I think having things that we do, that you do outside of, yeah, you know, exactly. cons. Because actually, I mean, Ollie and I do a job on a Saturday all day. We teach children together at a youth musical theatre school in Birmingham, about five minutes away from where we live, which mm. is just amazing. And actually, it's given us something else to think about as mm. well as our course and you know we've met amazing people there as well so and it's also just like it's good for the brain to just do something that is not uni related yeah you know what i mean and actually i mean if i've learned anything from teaching honestly i can't recommend it enough to people because it's the skills you learn it's communicative it's teamwork it's discipline on the spot thinking as on well. on the spot thinking yeah and it's resourcefulness as you say it's um and I don't know, getting inside something enough to be able to teach it to somebody else in a cohesive way, like that's a whole nother way of understanding something. Mm. You can be like the best singer, 
but it's a whole different bag of tricks than being able to communicate how you do that to somebody else. And like being able to see somebody else's situation and think, okay, they're struggling with this. How do I help them? Even if I haven't been struggling with that myself. Mm. So essentially, if you can get into that, do it. Um, but, but on the <laughs> whole, just do something outside of the degree. Do it. Yeah. It's good for you. Get away. And it makes you so much more appreciative of your degree once you go back to it. I know after a long day of teaching on a Saturday, I'm looking forward to going back to uni on Monday. Yeah. Or do adult, adult gymnastics. Uh, yeah, exactly. Do adult gymnastics. Go on, list off the positives about that. Uh, well, I'll tell you in next episode. Yeah. I'm going tomorrow for next the first episode. time. I'm so excited. I know. Oh, that's fun. Who knows? I might quit after the first time, but... but at least you'll have died I trying. am doing it with a friend, so maybe that will make the, the, the experience the a little bit less painful. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, other than adult gymnastics, which is kind of the priority, the top <laughs> of the list right now... Um, Should you just rename the podcast? <laughs> adult gymnastics, a guide to life, I don't uh, know. Um, recently in our lives, what what is going on with us re- uh, currently? Well, we have some spring exams coming up next week which is daunting Daunting. but it is i'm happy to get it out of the way to be honest i'm just excited to get it over and done with yeah bites the dust you're working towards an opera i am working towards an opera i'm very excited about it i am just in the ensemble but it's a it's a great show and actually one that i was really passionate about Mm. um because it follows i mean it's called banished by Stephen McNeff and it's based on a book called Female Transport and it's basically following female prisoners convicts convicts yeah yeah, from the UK to Australia and it's about that journey of women on the boat with male authoritative figures and Mm. the struggles in which they face and the conditions in which they were put into Um, and it's just a really it's gritty it's really tough and actually it really does explore some really really heavy stuff and that's actually the reason I wanted to do it is because I just wanted to experience a show and be in a show that explored such mature themes. Mm. That um, you're passionate about. Really passionate about. Well, it's about. the kind of thing we want, really. It's stories that might be challenging to people, but at least at least it leaves an impression. You it's know? being told, at least, exactly. It happened, it, you know. Yeah, and it's a great because, you know, it's being directed by a female director and it's majority female like huge majority female cast and that's a really powerful experience um as me being an ensemble member the whole Mm. ensemble is female and actually it's the same experience that i had we had a opera scenes in gosh when was it november i think or october i think it was november and i was in an opera scene from suor angelica by puccini Mm -hmm. and that was all female as well actually yeah it was so it's a similar experience in that the female experience was very much being told then and it is in this opera as well. Yeah, so that's what I'm working towards as well, but it is very exciting. What about you, Ollie? <laughs> <laughs> um, recently in my life, what have I been doing? I went on a date last night, everyone. <laughs> I don't Let's know if I'm allowed it. to say that. No, I don't know if I'm allowed to say I that. I think we should say it. Let's make it let's make it juicy fun and juicy no nothing uh, the good thing is nothing juicy to say no negatives all pos- all positives. positives no I had a lovely time um, so that was great fun and I'm a bit of a wild horse can't be tied down so <laughs> who knows it was nice to I uh, know it's nice nice to go on dates nice to have fun as I say have a life outside of conservatory <laughs> so yeah that's that I'm in a concert on Friday it's a little evening of barber a Vox box and uh, we've got a guest coach coming in to help us with it 
Um, the music's pretty hard, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit nervous for it, but I think it'll be fun. It's just nice to have a performance opportunity wherever you can, really. Yeah. Um, especially after the year we had last year. Mm. Live audiences. I mean, it was a rarity, wasn't it? So I think that'll be really fun. As Katie says, technicals next, next I'm week. I'm excited to watch the Fox Box, actually. I'm really excited. And actually, I'll be a proud mum again. But it's the best thing about being at the Conservatoire. It's having friends that are just like... You forget that we all do these instruments and then you get to go and watch your friends in in concerts and things and you're like oh my gosh you're so like you're Good. so talented yeah, it's amazing I, I remember uh ollie and frankie were in a american song project at the beginning of the year and i got to go watch with my friend jess who's living on a house as well and honestly ollie and frank were the first two in the in the running order I just couldn't stop smiling. I was so <laughs> proud of them. It was just so funny. I've never been so gushy and <laughs> proud of them in my life. But Quite I don't know. literally. Literally. No, I don't know. I think it was because it was the first time I've actually ever seen both of you perform sure, as sure. an audience member. You got to sit back and I just I got to really sit back and just in. enjoy, yeah. And it was just so nice and yeah. you both sang so well. I think I'll be the same with the opera, really. So yeah, that that's exciting. And then, I mean, in the future, looking ahead, looking, working towards a German leader prize. See how that goes. Wish me luck. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of where where we're at, really. And yeah. who knows what will be going on next time. Who knows? I think we're going to have a very good episode. We've made sure the yeah. next episode is going to be really good. And actually, this episode has just been about me, 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 me and me, Oli, Oli, Oli. But yeah. it was just, I think, we wanted to start start off the yeah. podcast just to say Getting hi. Getting to know us, really. Yeah, saying hi. And just start off, really, rather than going in full guns blazing. Yes. But next time, big big points to make big, big topics big conversations and can't wait to see what we what we figure out really no. along the way so we're gonna round up here Ollie. i think yeah it's oh been a good gosh. hour of conversation i hope everybody enjoyed i hope people I are had still a good listening time. i had a lovely time regardless of people are watching yeah, or listening I mean, if they've taken taking away anything they've so we really got to know us yeah, yeah. i think we had a good time yeah well on that note should we say goodbye? Yeah, have have a lovely day, have a lovely evening. Yeah, thank you so morning. much for listening and yes. the support so far. It's been really appreciated. Yeah, we do really and appreciate And we hope you enjoyed it. And actually, it will get better. We'll learn how to do this more properly. We are total amateurs, yeah. just with a laptop and yeah, a mic exactly. under a desk. Feedback with a is welcome. But yeah, feedback also, is very welcome. please be considerate. Don't make us cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard with Ollie. <laughs> no, it's really not. But thank you for listening. And see you next time. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>